You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to dive into the whole conversation around websites. And I just want to say, if you're a website designer, if you're a website SEO specialist, if you're a website copywriter, if you have anything to do with websites, go ahead and skip this episode. Okay, I'm actually totally kidding. You can definitely keep listening, but I am going to share an unpopular opinion when it comes to websites. So if you are a product-based business owner or a brick-and-mortar store, so like a location-based type of store, or if you are in a niche where a website is important, like if you are maybe wanting to speak at events or maybe you're in the medical field, then a website is more important upfront. And what I mean by upfront is sooner in your business, like at the start of your business. Outside of that, though, I think that building a website really depends on where you're currently at in your journey as an entrepreneur. And I think it's a very individualized decision to jump into building a website. If you are brand new into building your business, I personally don't think that a website should be your first priority to build out because they can be very expensive. And when you're not making very much money or really anything in your business, that's a pretty big expense. So what do I recommend doing instead? There are a few workarounds. Let me give you six different ways. Number one, stand store. Stand store allows you to sell products, link things. It actually even allows you to build out like entire courses for, I think it's $20 a month. $20 a month for a workaround. So worth it. Number two, Flowdesk checkout. Not only could you do email marketing with Flowdesk, which highly recommend, love Flowdesk, but you can also do a checkout page. And not just a checkout page, but they actually do like a sales page and their templates are stunning, might I say. Very aesthetically pleasing. And then obviously you can sell your offer through that as well. Not all offers can be sold through Flowdesk Checkout. The offers that I would suggest selling through there would be like e-products, so one-time type of purchases, downloadable purchases, or one-on-one coaching. You can't really sell a course through there unless your course is like hosted on a different platform because there's no place for you to like upload your training videos or anything like that. But it's a great workaround depending on what you're what you're selling. The third is landing pages. So this is not a full website. It's basically just like a page on a website. So like a sales page for an offer and depending on what you're utilizing to sell your offers. So if you're using, let's just say Teachable or Kajabi or Thinkific or anything, any of those course hosting platforms, most of them give you some sort of like landing page that you can kind of customize for your offers. And so instead of you building out a website, you can just use those landing pages. Number four, 
forms like Google Forms or Typeform. Both are great forms. What I mean by forms is especially if you're doing like done for you services or one-on-one coaching, you can utilize those forms as applications and then, you know, you can email them with additional information and if they want to continue working with you, then you can just send them like an invoice via like PayPal or something along those lines. So forms, but it kind of just depends on what the offer is of if that could be a good workaround. Number five, highlights on Instagram. So you can utilize your highlights as sales pages for your offers until you get to a point where you're like, I feel like I want to build out a website or I feel like I want to use maybe one of the other workarounds. And so what you would do is if someone direct messages you about one of the offers, you would just direct them to one of your highlights. Or if you're posting on your stories, you would just say, hey, go check out this highlight for additional information. And your highlights would act as, like I said, a sales page. So all the information that people would want to know about the offer would be included inside of those. And then the very last one is kind of a longer step process. So hopefully stick with me on this one. If someone direct messages you or you can refer people to direct message you about an offer and they say, hey, you know, what can you tell me about XYZ offer? You could have pre-created graphics that you create in Canva with the information about the offer. And so this could be, I would probably say like two or three like picture graphics that you can just send over to them that kind of breaks down the investment, breaks down the offers, maybe even breaks down some like frequently asked questions, include some testimonials in there if you have those. And so your graphics could act as like a sales page. And then at the same time as you sending those graphics, you could also send a custom payment link from either PayPal or Stripe. So that way you could allow them to actually purchase the offer from you. And with that being said, if you wanted to take this even a step further, you could host those offers inside of like a private Facebook group, depending on what the offer is. So when they purchase from that custom PayPal or Stripe link, then they would get access to the Facebook group. So again, that one is like a few step process. But believe me, I've thought of all the workarounds (laughs) because I've done a lot of these workarounds because I didn't want to have a website at the beginning of my business because it didn't make sense for me in terms of a lot of things. What I mean by that is I didn't have the money to do it at the beginning of my business. I mean, after like month two or three in my business, I definitely had the income to do it. But also month two or three in my business, so many things were changing. I really had no idea what I was doing. And honestly, even to this day, sometimes I still don't know what I'm doing because I was new to the entrepreneurship journey. You know, like I didn't know if I was going to continue working my business in a year from then. So why would I invest in a website? Like, I also didn't know if like my business was going to change, if my niche was going to change. So there were just so many unknowns at that time because it was just new. It was fresh. It was it was a new journey. And so I just didn't think that it was worth it to build out a website when I didn't have a lot of the things solidified that you need to have solidified when it comes to building out a website. I also didn't even really know like what my brand voice was, what even my brand was like I didn't even have a brand at that time. And so there were just, again, a lot of things where it just didn't make sense for me to build out a website earlier on in my business, but I'll share more about my journey in a minute. But some other things to consider when it comes to, if you're to the point where you are, you know, should I build a website? Should I not build a website? These are some things that I would consider. Are you going to be running your offers again? What I mean by this, 
there were several masterclasses that I ran in 2022 that were really great masterclasses, but I actually didn't sell them after the masterclass was ran live. So, you know, people could purchase up until the masterclass. We ran it live. It was great. They got the recording, but I just didn't really care to sell it anymore. So why would I take the time to build out a sales page for an offer that I'm not even sure if I'm going to sell anymore after I like run it live? And so I had a lot of offers like that where I was kind of just experimenting to see like what I liked teaching about and, you know, what I wanted to teach more about and what offers like really hit home with people. And I wanted to sell the recordings too. So that's just something to think about. The next thing is how often do you run the offer and how highly priced is it? What I mean by this is if you are running the masterclass, let's just say twice a year and the masterclass is priced at $50 does it really make sense for you to build out an entire sales page for a $50 offer? In my opinion, mm, probably not. I probably wouldn't. But if you're running, let's just say a course two times a year and it's like 500 plus, even maybe a thousand plus or even maybe 2000 plus, does it make sense to have a website or a sales page built out for that on your website? Uh, yeah, I would say definitely that would make sense, right? Because you're probably relying heavily on, you know, the income that comes in from that offer because I would also assume that it would probably be like a signature offer. So really asking yourself, how often am I going to run the offer? And then lastly, in terms of things to consider are how many new offers do you create, not just on a month-to-month basis, but even just quarterly? So to look back on my business in 2022, the last quarter of 2022, which was October, November, December, I created 15 new offers. 15. Is that what every single quarter looks like for me? No, definitely not the case. That was that was a lot. We had a lot going on there. <laughs> we being me, I had a lot going on there. But would it have made sense for me to create 15 different sales pages on my website for each of those offers? No, it would not have made sense. In my opinion, it would not have made sense. And it w- I would have either spent a lot of time building out all those pages myself or spent a lot of money to build out or have someone else build out those pages for me. Again, just some things to consider. And this isn't, all these questions aren't necessarily going to be applicable for every single business, but this is going to be applicable for a lot of businesses. So just things to consider again. Then as your income grows or your team grows so that they can keep up with you know new offers that you're creating and changing them on your website, it will make sense for you to build out a website. So am I anti-websites? No, no, I am not anti-websites. Websites are very, very powerful. They are a space that you own, which is so important as a business owner. So, so, so important, especially because we do not own Instagram. We do not own our TikTok accounts. We don't own any of those things. So outside of our email list, a website is a really important space because we own it. Websites can also help increase visibility or getting more eyes on your business because of SEO on Google. So if it is SEO optimized, your website is, that's so powerful because Google is the biggest search engine in the world. So being able to utilize that means, you know, more eyes means potentially more leads, which means potentially more money. Websites can help your business look more professional and trustworthy. 
websites, especially the sales pages on websites, can help you to sell your offers very passively and give your customers more confidence when purchasing from you and also answer their questions without you having to sit there and answer every single one of their questions. And I would say lastly, having a website gives you a space to create a more interactive link and bio for your Instagram account, which is a really, really powerful tool for your business to differentiate your business and also to kind of going back to what I was saying previously, give you a system to sell your offers more passively. So with all that being said, what is my story when it comes to a website? As you can probably guess, I didn't build a website day one of my business. And not even one one month into my business did I build a website. I used the workarounds that I shared previously, not every single one of them, but I used a lot of those workarounds, mainly the landing pages as well as the highlights for like sales pages. That's what I mainly used. I didn't have Stand Store or Flowdesk Checkout when I was at the beginning of my business, those two things didn't exist, which if I had those things, I 100% would have used them because dang, those are such great tools. (laughs) But all that being said, I used workarounds for eight months of my business. Eight months of my business. In terms of income, eight months into my business, I was making about $35,000 to $40,000 a month and I didn't have a website. It got to the point where I felt like I needed a website for professionalism, for creating more trust, and also because I wanted to have sales pages that really helped me to create more passive income. So I decided to create a website in March of 2022. I built out my own website probably one of the worst decisions I've ever made. (laughs) I have mad, mad, mad respect for website designers. That's all I have to say. And also copywriters. Wow. That is, that's a lot of work. It probably, if I were to guess, it probably took me 40 hours to build out my entire website. And that was me utilizing a template, but me just being me, like I'm very picky with like design and everything. So even with the template, I basically just might as well just create it from scratch because that's how different my website ended up looking from the template anyways. But it was a very great learning experience. And I think eventually I probably will hire someone to really just take it to the next level. I think that my website's fine right now. I don't think that it's like the best website on the block by any means. My link in bio, on the other hand, very proud of that, (laughs) which I also created. But my website, it definitely needs an upgrade at some point, but it works with what I needed to work with at this point. So I did that. Again, mad respect for website designers. Y'all are like, you're amazing. That's all I have to say. But I designed that in March of 2022. And when it comes to me utilizing my website, how do I utilize my website? I built my link in bio inside of my website. So grateful to have that. I use the sales page for IG University. And those are really the two main things that I utilize on my website. Do people find my homepage and like my contact page about me? And, you know, do people visit my website and find other things? Yes, 100%. But me as the business owner, I would say that those are the two main purposes for my website. So if you're thinking, okay, well, IG University, she has like 10 other offers besides IG University. Yeah, you're correct. So where do I sell those? I use a workaround. So I use mainly the Kajabi checkout pages basically as a sales page. So I include all the information about my offers on those. The reason being 
is because a lot of the offers, I don't know if I'm going to run again or I don't know when I'm going to run them again. So to me, it just doesn't make sense for me to build out a bunch of sales pages for offers that I potentially won't run again in the future or that I might run six months from then and I might change the program completely by that point. So there's just a lot of things that are changing in terms of offers. Do I think eventually I will have a sales or a website that has a bunch of, by a bunch, I mean like maybe like three or four sales pages with like my main offers? Yeah, 100%. IG University being one of those. Maybe the online blueprint being another. And the online blueprint, actually, I definitely have that on my to-do list to build out a sales page for that because I now have decided that it is going to be an offer that I do sell Evergreen. So that is one offer that I took me running it three times to decide if I really wanted it to be an offer that was like a permanent offer in my business. So I'm kind of just figuring things out in terms of things that I want to offer long-term, things that I don't want to offer long-term. So I use a little bit of my website as well as some of the workarounds still. And it's because I just don't want to build out 50 different sales pages on my website for some of these offers that are like my masterclasses are, you know, usually... 50 to 100 to 150 dollars so does that really make sense for me to build out a huge sales page for that no but maybe i could even build out you know i'm just speaking out loud ideaing out loud <laughs> all the ideas coming to my head i could even build out you know a, a tab on my website that just says master classes and it lists you know my master classes with a little bit of detail so there's a bunch of different things that you can do but anyways i just wanted to kind of share my story and my perspective when it comes to websites because i do think that at least for me, I felt that pressure at the beginning of my business to build a website, but it really just didn't make sense at the beginning of my business to have a website. That being said, I think the farther you get into business, I think that it is really important to have a website because of all the things that I listed in terms of why websites are so powerful. But again, you have to figure out what is best for you with where you are currently at and don't feel like you have to have a website to you know, bring in high income months because that's not the case. And even not just from my example where I brought in, you know, I was making 30, 35 to 40K months before I built out a website. I know people who make $200,000 a month who don't have a website. So again, there's just so many different ways to be successful when it comes to building your business at the end of the day. So you just got to find what works best for you. But I hope that this kind of opened up a maybe not a new perspective, but hopefully it helps you in terms of whether or not you should build a website as like the next task on your to-do list. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.